0: My guest today is Richard Maxwell, a Grammy-nominated music educator who runs the Creative Musical Arts and Science program over at Arcadia High School here in the Scottsdale Unified School System. The program that Richard has put together consists of sound recording rooms that are running Pro Tools. I believe he said he had 15 Pro Tools stations that the students get to work on. And it's just a very safe, creative environment that I had never seen anything like it before until I moved to Arizona. Please sit back and enjoy.
1: Um, Basically, on a whim, a weird situation develops and I get a phone call. From the then band teacher of all things at Arcadia. This is the late 90s. I'm giving away my age a little bit, I suppose. But he um we didn't know each other directly, but he had also gone to U of A at one point and we'd heard of each other. And for a variety of reasons, I just wasn't happy in Tucson. And he says, Hey, um, I have a situation. Would you be interested in moving up? To teach here at arcadia sure do you want to know what the gig is not really (laughs) we're three weeks into the school year at this point so i come up and i spend a day with him at the school getting a sense for what it is and i walk away thinking okay this could be kind of cool but i want the orchestra too Um, because that's where my love was. So I, I meet the principal, um, great guy, Jim Lee, and he, um, (laughs) he, uh, he hires me. And in the conversation, I said, to him, look, I'm so excited for that. And it's like a first, I mean, it's a big gig for me. It's a huge thing. And it's, I'm going to, you know, bigger city, better music town. I'm thinking all these different things. But I tell him, I'm like, I know the orchestra teacher a couple years from retiring. I want writer first refusal. And he's, you know, uh-huh, whatever. But he, he agrees, thinking probably I'll forget. And I can remember a long interview process with parents and everybody else. Basically, what happens is, is after my first year, a couple of things happen that kind of get things a little weird. So I'm still trying to do my own thing in the world of regular music, but I don't know enough about the Phoenix music scene at the time. I'm also trying to hold down this job that is awesome, but kind of beating me up just because I'm new at it. So, and I make a whole bunch of changes. You know, he had a very, very big jazz program, which is awesome. I love jazz, but as a director, which I don't like the word, uh, director feels makes me feel like a traffic cop, mm-hmm. if I can still want to, Greg's... Uh, themes, but I didn't that wasn't where I wanted to be. So I morph it into more like wind ensembles and we get into some pretty heady stuff and and there's a bit of a love-hate with it, but you can see like the level of musicianship and and I'm like everybody's gonna read notes. Like we're not playing games with this. A lot of rote stuff, a lot of of uh, you know, play it based on your um, you know, improvising skills, which is fine and 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 you need to do that as well. But I I had a certain level of standard and I was still pretty pretty much full of my own brilliance at that point. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. (laughs) And this is just banned at this point? Was that? Was this just banned? This is banned. This is that first year. Okay. So the second year, two things happen. One is Jim, I guess, decides the principle that I must not have completely destroyed things. And he comes to me and he says, look, we have this opportunity. Um, It'll expand your contract. Um, We don't have a choir teacher anymore. Can you take over the choir? Wow. I very foolishly said yes. That was a bad idea. It was a bad <laughs> idea for the kids. It's a bad idea for I mean, it was just bad. It was, it was, it was it was well intentioned. If I had that opportunity now, because I do a lot of stuff with a lot of vocalists now, now I could do it and do it comfortably and make that experience significant in a way for those kids that they would be glad. I think that they had it. Not then, oh my gosh! Not even not. I mean, like literally, I want you to imagine the worst possible experience for those students, and then be grateful if they would have had even half of that level of a caliber of experience. I mean, it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was it was horrible. But the other thing he asks me to do is take over the guitar class slash club. Because he knows that I gig a little bit and I do the singer songwriter thing a little bit and the studio stuff a little bit. He knows I have these other interests, but he doesn't really know to what extent. And, you know, I, I'm not responsible basically anybody but myself in terms of my time at that point. Uh, I don't have any real, you know, why not? And it's money and and it's a gig and I like the school and I like the people there and I like the community and so sure, why not? So I take on this whole thing. And basically what happens is things start to build and eventually you wind up with, you know, I have two full symphony orchestras, winds, strings, percussion, all in the same rehearsal hall every day, all year round. Um we're still doing marching band and well, my version of marching band, which I have been justifiably criticized many times. I'm not a marching band guy. I'm a mar- I mean, I love the art of it, but I was, I like, you know, one year we wrote our own show, the kids and I, you know, one year, you know, we, we were doing crazy. We were, it was just nuts. It was, you know, they wanted to do rock shows the last two years. And I was kind of moving away from cause I, it, I you know, you just, you know what you know and you know what you are. Or yep. Which are not. Yeah. So I was like, okay, no, we'll do rock shows, but if we're gonna do rock shows, you don't need a conductor. That's we're literally we're wasting a uh, a resource, right? Yeah. So uh, so we had a drum line. Our drum line became our click track. Um, screwed up everything in our scores because you didn't get a caption award and you didn't get points. They they deducted points for not having a drum major. Wow! killed our scores. (laughs) But musically, I think those kids benefited from that. Because that sense of internal clock and time and how you synchronize and what that does to intonation and every other musical element you can think of. I mean, all the things that you as a very seasoned studio player, let alone all your live work, when you're sitting there in the control room listening to playback on it and you're going, you know, because somebody can't, you know i know you know um but sometimes it's me so i do know (laughs) (laughs) i doubt it uh no seriously but 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 my point is is that 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 was sort of where things started to to change up a little bit the guitar program is growing crazy some in some ways they are then this is then then this is then so we've got the orchestra building we've got the you know there's not the a the piano. Yeah. there's you know everything's building up but we've got songwriting i introduce because for me i've always been kind of like cool you play an instrument what can you make with it yeah. uh, well but it's the clarinet i don't care what can you make with it you know i don't it doesn't matter to me what it is so guitar to me you know the first year or two was very much about just technique and then i got very much into i don't i don't care about this technique Let's write songs. Let's make music. And it just keeps so it keeps kind of going and going, and going. And eventually it just the circumstances are such that there's basically too much to do for one person or even two people. My oldest son, who came in a minute ago, was born without going too far into it, but he was born 10 weeks early. Um, and he's obviously, you saw he's fine. But at the time, and I'm like, I need a change. I've been at Arcadia at that point for nine years. Um you basically there is point- have
0: said yes to every single thing they've asked you to do. Well, but I've also
1: enjoyed the challenge. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean the truth is is I enjoy the challenge. Um, I'll tell you this is heading to something that you're probably gonna be like you'll either think, wow, that's really cool, or are you out of your mind, or possibly both. But in any case, we you know, there's an opportunity that um principle has changed, and we have Anne-Marie Woolsey, Dr. Woolsey is there, and I start talking to her about this idea. And the idea is why I'm I'm starting to really be, and maybe it's just because of my own state of mind, but we're doing all these things with you know we have what we call the songwriters and we have the more traditional ensembles. It's not called CNAS yet, but it's it, it's in its early stages of existing, and and I'm actually still I have I have a couple of now what I would say close friends that are graduates from that time who are incredibly supportive um people you might even want to talk to just like like uh like, I'm, they, like i'll just uh, local guys like thomas brenneman and 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 alex fry and zach tonkin and there's a ton of them there's a ton ed bakerman um addy um she's still gigging all the time all over the country she's brilliant i mean there's 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 a ton of these people but this is late
0: this is late this is
1: this is still within those nine years
0: Right, so this would be, since you started there... It's like
1: 08, 07, 08, kind of Right, thing. right, okay. And I am starting to get, and it's just kind of, I, I think it's a culmination of things. Um, most music teachers at a school are, you know, the average is less than five years. I'm at nine, um, which isn't like good or bad. It just kind of is what it is. Yeah. But I'm also really struggling, I realize now in retrospect, with this dual musical experience. Because, you know, this is at a time where these devices are starting to come of age. Streaming is starting to become a thing and and, and on and on. And you, I just, other people have phrased it so much better than I have, but just this idea that the kid sits down in their rehearsal and they explore all this music, but then as soon as the rehearsal's over, they're going home and what are they listening to? Everything but what they're rehearsing. Right. And I understand the argument of, well, but that's why you need to have those ensembles and do. And I don't think that that's necessarily wrong. But fundamentally, there's something missing if you are if you if the real world has one opportunity, and the educational world has one that is completely diametrically opposed to that. And we're talking about something that ultimately comes down to a cultural element, a tell your story, if you will, element which is what I think all art really comes down to. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that's being effectively either ignored or dismissed or in many cases, I would say, um, mutated into something that basically makes somebody feel, makes a student feel like somehow their musical instincts are either, I don't know, at best immature you know but you know you're talking about a terrible amount of disenfranchis- disenfranchisement you're talking about a terrible amount of just um not like like they feel like it's not legit like they're not legitimate somehow like that's their choice you know or we don't do that here kid that kind of thing and yeah, it's a misalignment yeah and it's it doesn't even if you walk the logic through it doesn't make any sense and yet it is still essentially perpetrated across the world in a lot of ways um and i just was like got to do something now i you could argue i went too far to the extreme and i regret though you know for all the things we've accomplished and all the things that we've done and that you know the program is basically now i said okay look i've got all these songwriters we've got this this what it, what have become kind of like an industry history class uh we've got um the guitar players you know we had the pianists we've got we we have this contemporary thing happening anyway so i went to the principal and i basically said can i just can i walk away from the band and orchestra part um it's become you know it's just not me anymore the way i would like it to be um the politics with the parents and everything else i was just getting sick i was just tired of yeah. it i don't do well with it anyway um that's i, I just i'm just i'm very confrontation uh, adverse to just just naturally, mm-hmm. and then you get into like high school band and orchestra parent land. With all due respect, uh and it just wasn't it wasn't going to be. I wasn't going to last long there without losing my mind. Plus, again, Grayson ten weeks early, so I held on for one more year. And I remember very clearly that last concert. Um, <laughs> we did you know the good the farewell symphony the haydn as the last piece and i remember choreographing it and nobody knew about what i was doing except for my very good friend who's still my good friend the theater teacher who was running the lights for us in the on the stage and the head of the school security who's still there jerry Eshelman. i told the two of them what i was going to do and that was it go through the whole concert do the whole senior recognition thing, the whole thank yous and all of it, and then we do, traditionally, we would do one last song. we do the one last song, which is the Farewell Symphony, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with, but literally, the way Haydn wrote it was that, as it's ending, the players get up and leave the stage until eventually, not even the conductor's there, and it's just, I believe it's just the single first violinist, if I remember right. So we did that, and I added one element, I walked off the stage and very quietly walked out the stage door to my car and went home.
0: <laughs> of course, you did.
1: <laughs> oh, God. I just left. <laughs> kind of rude, I suppose. It's awesome. But, but. It,
0: just, and you're still there. Yes. And you're still employed by that school.
1: I am. I am. But doing something very different. And it has been, I mean, you know, we could have an entire. A series of podcasts on the politics of what has gone on oh, it has I, been, I can only it's, imagine it's been I used to get really angry about it I still am frustrated by it at times but now I'm more like I don't I'm almost more entertained because there are too many people now that like yourself who are seasoned industry professionals Or their education professionals who see the concept of what what we've built there and very specifically say that concept is important and vital and necessary so that you know you get enough music education professors and universities and like I said actual real in the industry people saying this is what should happen and all the arguments become a little bit silly after a while. So now I'm just kind of like really you want to line up, you know, your cynical view against all- forget me. You're going to tell all these other people they're wrong? Yeah. Wow. Even in my most arrogant, I wasn't going to do that. Um so it is what it is, but you know, it's 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 it has evolved a lot. I mean, you know, if you look at um the setup. And even now, I mean, obviously with the closure. But
0: but wait, before you get past this. So you, you, you stayed,
1: you said you were going to do one more year. Mm. This is the end of that year. Okay. This is, sorry, this is the end of that year. So I basically, you know, and, and, you know, I made several mistakes, big ones. One of them was the then head of the district's fine arts. And I've talked to Anne Marie since about this and she agrees that she should never have agreed to this. Basically said, okay, we'll support you doing this, but you have to stay away from your old program because you're still going to be on campus and the new teacher needs the opportunity to because because that kind of community of students is it's a it's a very family kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened is it became very confrontational between the two programs. My new program is the new it. The new teacher is struggling um, for a lot of different reasons. Um, put in a situation that she cannot possibly succeed in. Um, you know, imagine being a, a young teacher, and they give you a class of band, a class of orchestra that they've separated now. You have a percussion ensemble. You have a piano class. I think she had a computer class. I mean, it was literally like. We're giving you all of the leftovers. It was, a, it was a terrible gig. Nobody is going to do well in that situation under any circumstances, period. It's just right. a nightmare scenario. But what winds up happening is it creates a lot of friction and a lot of confrontation. And I, again, I am so committed to we have to prove that this thing should exist because I... Like in my gut, I know it should, but I I don't have proof of concept yet. There's nobody doing it at a high school the way I wanted to do it. You know, there was, there were programs that I had found that maybe, maybe this is more my inability at the time to search Google effectively. But, you know, you had people doing production. Absolutely. You had the technical side of it and you had people having like composition classes or songwriting classes, even, or rock band classes or whatever they called them. But I wasn't finding anybody that was looking at it in a more homogenous way, in a more holistic way. Of of, it needs to all be, it's all of it, you know. Um, And so I was kind of starting from scratch, and I took a lot of college, um, you know, curriculum. I talked to a lot of people that were in the industry, and just kind of threw things against the wall to see what would stick. But in those early years, as I'm getting. You know, all these criticisms and destroying this, you know, you're killing the original, you know, the traditional program, all these things that are provably false and everything else. But that reputation did build for quite a while. And I, I was like constantly biting my tongue because, again, you know, if I can avoid the confrontation and put it off yeah. for a little while, I'd rather do that. It's a bad habit. Don't, you know. Yeah. Kids, don't do that. If you're listening, <laughs> don't, don't do that. But I um, no. So I, I just I, I really I, I struggle with that a lot. Um but we kept building things. And and one of the things that I there are a couple of things that I've discovered in all of this, which is that kind of like what I was saying earlier about the shows we did even during the COVID closure that are very imperfect. If you if you were to sit down and look at those shows that we did just these last several weeks, you could be arguably disappointed in a lot of like there's there's glitches in sound and some other things like, but this isn't what don't you deal with audio and all this other stuff? But that wasn't really the point. And so we would have, we have shows, and, and in some shows, there's people that are like, wow, you put that act on stage, really? I'm like, yeah, because that kid now has been on stage, and now we can move from there. Mm-hmm. Process has to matter more. Um, I, I get in the professional world why it can't on some level, but at the same time, boy, I wish it could. I'm sure you do too in a lot of ways, just knowing you, you know I mean? There, you know, you you don't you you get duplication and you get repeats and you get even a certain level of perfection, but you don't get real originality unless you're willing to deal with process over product. I mean, and and you have to really embrace it. Um, you know, little Richard just died, as you know. Yeah, and it really. I mean, aside from, I mean, is there anybody he did not influence in some way? I mean, literally, the man's legacy is endless. The other thing that kind of is horrible to say but we're getting to a point where we are going to be out of truly original musicians truly innovative people there are very few people and I'm not even saying it's an age thing it's just who's out there doing things that you go wow I've never heard that before in that context and there are just you know there's a lot of people perfecting it there's a lot of people doing incredibly viable things and wonderful things musically but to truly be innovative like that, but anyway. Uh, so <laughs> sorry, I got oh, on tangents. I'm so sorry. It. It's okay. He um, but so 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 this idea of you know process becomes really really important, and we're building it. And then and what I was going to say is is that.
0: But at this point, I'm trying to just make sure that both the viewers and listeners and, sure. and I'm right. clear. No, no, that that you have this woman who's now responsible for these various things like. Band and orchestra and whatever else she was, was given. Right. But you have now been given the license, uh, you know, the stamp of approval by the principal or, or the, district, the yeah. district to create this program that involves what at that time.
1: Okay, so I, you know, I'm sorry. Thank you for pulling me back. So th- there actually is another player in all this named Mitch Simmons who needs to be mentioned. He is the director of the district's what's called Career and Technical Education Department at the time. And Mitch is brilliant and wonderful and will self-describe himself as not having a musical bone in his body. But when I made this absurd proposal to him and I gave him like a 20 page document, like I had a curriculum and I had standards that I had adapted and which later wound up becoming basically the first draft that the state used and is still using for a lot of. A lot of things. Thankfully, they've had other people come in and, and perfect them and not mm-hmm. just be stuck with my mediocrity. But um, but Mitch Mitch looked at it and he goes, We so need this. This is the bridge. We've been looking for the bridge. Arts. And here's the thing: everybody looks at career technical education, they get so hung up on the T, the technology part. Mm-hmm. That's in my view. Is I get a lot, I get in a lot of trouble with actually CTE people. I get, I get in trouble with the arts people for one thing, and then I get in trouble for the CTE people with the other. The T is, is completely, to me, is nearly, it needs to be like lowercase and in the smallest font possible. <laughs> it's the C, it's the career part. Right. Where's the job? Mitch saw it even better. Like I understood, like I, it was my idea. But he saw other things in it, and he's like, "You could." He's like, "Oh my gosh, we can get kids could get jobs in these industries." I'm like, "Yeah, we could." And he gave me, you know, I was it was a perfect storm. He gave me the flexibility to just screw it up, and and rework it, and reiterate it, and retry. And my principal did the same thing. And coming back to these shows that we had done, I told you I knew I would loop around back to my tangent. (laughs) <laughs> One of the and this things is still
0: 2009
1: we're this, still in 2009 okay. but okay. it relates to something that just happened in the last few weeks okay. when you have students go through a process where we start with essentially nothing and they go through a self-derived process or a self-adapted process at, at the very least and then at the end there's a thing I don't care what that thing is that is powerful and wonderful and awesome and so that when you have like we would have shows we still sometimes have shows that are just like oh you got to be kidding me because underneath that there's also the you got to be kidding me yeah. like i mean it it works in both directions because it's it's derived and 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 one of the things that i've learned is you know teachers and educators who live exclusively and vicariously through their students are doomed to get burned out, frustrated and every other negative you can possibly think of. And I, I, I am committed to that completely. I don't think you can be competitive and creative at the same time. I believe that is like one of my very big mantras. I think that you have to be, your own creative. Like I have struggled a lot, like, like thank God for therapy a lot with not feeling like I've been able to do my own creative stuff. And I've sort of over the last year and it's been a struggle. It's made this year very weird and very difficult in some ways to say like, wait, I I need to find a way to have my own creative outlets because it's not healthy. Like it just isn't healthy. And whether that creative outlet is me throwing a video up on youtube or a song up on soundcloud that four people listen to or four million people listen to is kind of not really the issue but that we go from nothing through the process that a thing exists it's all it all ties together in this weird zen yin yang thing um and but as we grow you know we start doing all kinds of live events um we are you know we start very cobbled together um, the early parts of the program, in the early versions of the program, I didn't let the kids record anything in the first year. Okay. It was all learn an instrument. I can't Did you
0: think, even I have the equipment? Oh, yeah. That, that yeah. early? I mean,
1: it, was, it wasn't what we have now. Don't no, but,
0: but you went in there and you said, I need this, 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 and this to make this happen. So We and-
1: started, they got me a bunch of iMacs and we got some interfaces and we got Pro Tools early on because I, I you know, we're going to do it for real. And I was very committed to the legitimacy. Overcommitted, possibly that I allowed other things to suffer. Um, that battle, that I, you know, the politics of things, that I, I allowed myself to fall into the traps of these circular logic arguments. That now I would never allow myself to do. But you know, Sorry. past is behind us, and what's been has been, and you know, the, 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 it is what it is. But, um, but it, it just kept evolving, and and it still evolves, and and you know, we've 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 gone so far as you know, there were years. The marching band kind of fell into a state of of disarray and almost non-existence for several years. We started playing all of the home games kind of like mini Super Bowls, literally wheeling stages out and putting together shows for that. We still do them one a year. The marching band is back and is now for the last several years, like wins every award on the planet, literally. And God love them for it. It's amazing. Not my, you know, like, but that wasn't me. And that needs to be okay. Um, I have some people that are still mad at me about that too, but whatever, I don't, you know. Right. Um, but we, you know, uh, we can go into studios. We go into, every couple of years now, we've been going to Blackbird Studios in Nashville. This is like a, or in Nashville, this is a multi-million dollar facility. The last time we were there in February, just before all the closure happened, mm-hmm. we were, I mean, this is how far the things have evolved. This is possibly the greatest. I've gotten a lot of big compliments and they all mean a lot to me we befriended steve marcantonio because he's the uncle of one of my former students and i don't know if you know forgive the name drop but steve i mean like he got his start on john lennon's last album or what i mean so you i mean he's the man knows his stuff right a genius um and the nicest guy in the world like like unbelievably giving of his time he has come in and produced our sessions at or engineered our sessions at Blackbird and supervised them while we're there. So we're in like one of the greatest recording spaces on the planet with one of the most gifted engineers to ever live. And it's a bunch of high school students and me. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. How like, many, like, how many
0: go to that trip?
1: Um, we took like 25 or so this time, 30.
0: And how do you, how do they get chosen?
1: Uh, they just decide they want to go. Um, we make it, through tax credit I have I, I'm not gonna do the cookie dough thing I'm just not gonna you know hey I just I can't do it but and it's expensive and it sucks and we try to scholarship where we can yeah you know we don't take nearly as many but but it's an opportunity we do other things we go to the conservatory recording arts and sciences I'm looking at doing more there's a lot of great stuff here in Phoenix for that opportunity right. uh, or similar opportunities but there is something cool about I mean Nashville's Nashville let's not kid ourselves it's just it's a If, yep. if I could move anywhere and know I could still make a living. Yep. I'd totally, I'd totally be in Nashville. I just, yep. it's just what a great place. But what us say is, is that, um, this is, this, this, this is unbelievable to me. So Steve walks in and he's giving the students an orientation and he's talking about all this gear and he gets about two minutes into it. And then he looks at me and then he looks at them and he literally goes, what a, I'm wasting our time. Your kids already know all this. <laughs> Cause he's like talking about nice. how like the studios are set up and everything else. Okay, so that's not even the biggest compliment. We start getting everything set up and the board's placed and they, you know, Blackbird's provided interns and these are p- very highly skilled professionals and we've got Steve, okay? He, I have a couple of my more experienced students, one in particular who's, she's like, I don't even think she's five feet tall, she's a graduating senior. Um, she's this really quiet, sweet little girl, Emma and she's up at the board and he just walks away. Like not like I'm quitting. He walks away and he leans over to me and goes you don't need me.
0: That's so funny.
1: He goes she's got this. She's like I'm going to just sit here and listen and I'll give some suggestions. And literally that's how we spent an entire day recording I don't know 9 or 10 tracks or whatever it was of the student songs. Some of them are great, some of them not so much. It doesn't really matter, but you know he and it wasn't because he was lazy. Steve's like the least, the, you know, he, like between the two of you, it would be a really tough pick of who works harder. I mean, he wasn't just walking away because he didn't feel like helping, he was just like, I'm gonna give them the chance at this. And this is a tw- like, it's like an 18, 20 million dollar place. This was not like, you know, these weren't inexpensive facilities with inexpensive gear. This was, you know, potentially massive, you know, liability and he's like they've had they they have this just just do what you're doing and i assume em is running a pro tool session oh yeah right yeah but, but but mostly running the board you know on this i i i think it was an api something okay. worth like more than my house like 10 times over sure in a room you know i think at one point queen had recorded in the same room i mean this is not you know yeah who knows who else i mean this is it's unbelievable I mean it was but that to me that was one of those moments where I was like okay the ups and downs of everything that may have gone on clearly again at least can, as, as term, in terms of the concept we're doing okay you know yeah. if, Steve, if Steve Marcantonio feels like he can let my students run a session on that equipment okay yeah, I'm going to take that for the win I just, sure. I just am
0: um th- so the program at, at at this point still in 2009 yeah. involves what different aspects. So and how do kids get into it or not be in it?
1: Okay. So I, and I still as much as I can have a if you ha- like anything at all about music in any capacity, I want you in here. Okay. Um if you're hard to work with, this is probably not going to go well. If you're if you're lazy, that's going to be okay as long as you're not blaming me for your laziness. If you own up to it, we'll find a way to make it work. Um, I know that there's a lot of people will say, you know, well, you got to drive the kids, you got to drive the kids, and 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 you know what? That's probably true. I just can't do it. Yeah, because my brain keeps going back to like I get I get I get hung up on the I you don't want to pick up that instrument and play it. I don't. What what? Why would you not want to pick up that instrument and play it? It literally Doesn't I can't I can't sort it. I I wish I could I know that maybe that's a cop-out But basically at this point everybody comes in and it's a year of intense Gotta play instruments got to play instruments got to play instruments. There's a lot of benefits to that But I start running into a philosophical problem, which maybe I needed to get over myself but you know at the time the original name of the program was not Creative Musical Arts and Sciences it was Contemporary Music and Sound. The word contemporary has a lot of baggage I soon found out. Yeah. And I also felt like it wasn't really accurate. I wanted the word creative. Super important. It it needed it just needed to be there. So there you have the name change and what what starts to happen over the preceding years and you know, we get better at producing more material. We are proving ourselves more and more so we can get a hold of more equipment and things of that nature. Um, and all the while, in the back of my head, as this creative name thing happens, I start referring to like what I want it to be, which is a truly open, creative platform. And so what happens is... I start to look at that first year and I go, well, wait a minute. I'm setting up roadblocks for these kids, well-intentioned roadblocks. And I, and I, I think from a pedagogy standpoint, the idea of you have to rock or rock, you have to walk before you can run. Mm-hmm. I get it. I understand it. You know, you got to start with, you know, playing like, you know, your 50s kind of surf beats before you're going to go play Tom Sawyer kind of stuff or whatever, you know, you're not, you know. not playing a purdy shuffle right out of the gate you know it's i mean there's you know and i understand that but and maybe this is a a a nod to the reality of the world that students currently live in and maybe maybe it's wrong of me to to say well it's okay but there is a if you're going to be truly open and creative then you need to be open and creative And I started to develop this process where I would look at the program and anything we would want to do or anything a kid would propose. And I would say, does this move their process forward or not? And I started to look at the first year and that massive intensity on learning to play an instrument. And I looked at the well, okay, it could be argued that the long term benefits outweigh the short-term frustrations but I'm losing kids and I'm also I realized the thing that made me stop having of just a year-long exploration if you will of how to play an instrument was I realized that the very thing that I was railing against in the traditional music world that you know, you, you got to stop telling kids that just because they want to, like the turntables thing is somehow illegitimate musically. I realized that in my own way, I was doing that. Mm-hmm. And there are so many graduates now that I, I, I have been so tempted to try to find on social media and be like, hey, you probably don't remember me, that jerk music teacher you had for a year or two in high school. But I wanted to tell you. I was wrong about this part of the approach. Okay. Um. And I'm constantly looking like, like, like to me, this is cathartic. Like I will confess that in a heartbeat. Whereas other people are like, what are you doing? What are you, you know, but I'm, I, I can't, I, I have a hard, I look at the program right now. I've looked at the program in terms of this closure and I even, we were doing a workshop yesterday um, with a bunch of students on some stuff and we got on the topic of it of, and just their frustrations in the whole thing. And I said, honestly, and I'm not looking for false compliments here. I said, I would give myself a C plus for how I've executed things as the instructor as the facilitator and I'm pretty good at this stuff I actually have been consulting for years with other people on how to move their game forward in, you know weird situations or whatever and I'd only give myself a c-plus and you know that's really made me think but in any case it all comes back to this open creative platform idea. And so what I realized is that when I tell a kid, look, you're going to spend a year really getting good at guitar so that in year two, we can start writing and recording. What I've actually said to them is your ideas aren't worthy yet. And the more I thought about it, the more I got really upset with myself. And I just basically decided that whatever happens, happens, but I'm not going to do that anymore. And if a kid comes in and all they can do is grab a single drumstick and whack a snare drum in time with their friend, you know, back to that Marcus Mumford kick drum idea. Yeah, yeah. bit, if that's all they can do, we're going to legitimize that. Because, and here's what I found. It's like a slingshot a little bit yeah they seem like they're almost moving backwards in their musical skill set because you're not pushing that but what seems to happen is when you legitimize it a couple of things happen including they get self-motivated because that kid that starts just on that snare drum hitting out time if they stick with that in the context of I'm making music with my friend, they will get it in time. And then once that's in time, they're going to go, what happens if I pick up another drumstick? And now I've got one in each hand. And now we have you know doubled the rhythmic possibilities, but they're looking at it through the perspective of what can I do with it musically, not all about technique. Technique can't be, you know, the T for technique can't be, important just like the t for technology can't be important mm-hmm. it, it just can't the creativity the career the career part has to be the over shouting or over overarching thing and it has to be overshadowing everything else on an as far as i'm concerned a multi-exponential multi-expon, uh, level it just has to be mm-hmm. so i've continued to move away into that so now the technique is covered differently i have what i call the. um I just, I call it the GAC. Excuse me, the GAC. It's G, E minor, and C. And the premise is you're going to learn G, E minor, and C. Or you're going to learn how to keep a very basic beat to somebody else who's learning G, E minor, and C. And we're going to have you make a piece of music with those three really basic chords that are all white keys on a piano that you can play with one finger on a couple of strings, on a uke or a bass or a guitar, or you're gonna, you know, you're gonna sing unison tones if you're a vocalist, or match it with that clarinet, or well, I don't care. It's not about that. It's about seeing the musical connections with somebody else. You are gonna collab. That's the other thing, the collaboration part. If I can keep burning on all these C words, but it really, they'll become so. The, the self motivation will make up for it. The other thing too is. You know, if I want to play Beethoven, I need a certain amount of technique or I'm not getting Beethoven. I acknowledge that. That's important. There is an art to that that cannot be overstated. But I don't require Beethoven to express myself. And I think a lot of people get confused about that, and I think a lot of people don't understand the importance of it. I think, um, well, heck, Beethoven himself changed things so radically because he himself believed that he should express himself the way he felt he should express it. I mean, I mean, like literally by ironically moving away from Beethoven, where if we do it, I think in this context, we're actually paying an odd sort of homage to him. Right. What he believed <laughs> Philosophically, in, yep. you know, in terms of music. And it's just evolved from there. Um, I would rather see a kid get up and play something that's theirs. That is imperfect, but that is them, then have a kid get up there and feel like, well, it doesn't sound like it's supposed to, because that's not what the recording sounded like. Okay. Who cares? That's not what it's for. I found over the course you know, as it's as this is, has grown, it was interesting over the we're finished our, our the school year ends next week, but I've been having weekly scheduled workshops that I have kids come into when they can. I should have probably, and this is part of my C plus or C minus that I'd give myself. I made them essentially optional, as long as they kept up with the asynchronous assignments and stuff. But what I found happened was, is a lot of kids are showing up to these things just for the sense of showing up to something. Right. You know, we're having conversations that are rooted See their in friends and. <laughs> yeah, but 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 that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's turning into good things. Or I'll I'll or, and frequently what happens is is. We'll have our session, we'll be talking, we'll come to the end of it, I'll have to go on to something else with another group or whatever, and they'll be saying, hey, can you hit me up real quick, you know, open up another Zoom, or, or, or they'll do it on Discord or whatever, and you know, let's play around with some ideas or stuff. So it's, it's, they're still making connections, and if they use the workshops for that, do I really have to care that they didn't present the project You know, in the same circumstance? Right. They submitted the project, I'll take a look at it, or we'll do it in a different workshop, it's okay. Um, I think things like that have to matter more. Um, what I was going to say, and I know, oh my gosh, I'm going to hit your two and a half hour mark. I'm so sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed.
0: It's okay. No, not at all. I do
1: have to, I, but I do have to share one other part of the program that has evolved since just last year. Um, and and I'm glad you're sitting down for this because when I describe it to you, it's almost comically funny but I'm going to preface it by telling you that I am now so committed to this because I see the open creative platform element in such a different way now that I am, I'm well into my career as an educator. I'm not that old, but I'm old enough. This has given me so much of an interest in what, could the next phase of this CMAS program be that I can't even begin to tell you? I would love to bring back the more traditional ensembles. I know I actually have derived a plan. I know it would work. Politics won't let me do that someday. I still have a, a hope, but this is different. Out of the blue last spring, I get asked, and I still don't fully understand why I got asked. I got asked to, of all things, pilot, no, not pilot, I got asked. It started with teach at Arcadia an engineering design class. Why are you giving me an engineering design class? Well, because you're technically qualified because of the CTE, the way the rules are written for CTE. And you like having the extra contract. And this way you can keep the extra contract. Because I look at everything through the lens of my two little boys. Mm-hmm. I will literally do, I will braid your hair, Joe for a 6 fit, for an extra contract. That's literally where my that's I mean I will totally do it. Sure. So uh but um so I'm like okay uh th- th- sure what why not, right? And I'm I don't want to throw anybody under the bus but to put it nicely I'm promised a whole lot of resources and none of them none of them come through. On a whim I threw a thing like the one thing that they said they were setting up for me. The people organizing were like, Yeah, you don't have the engineering background to come to this conference for us to work with you. I'm really sorry. But the woman who was basically organizing it for this conference, not in my district, not at my school, actually still have yet to meet her. I would like to meet her. Um, Jill was really kind. She's like, But I know of this other thing going on. I'm going to call you back in half an hour. She calls me back with these phone numbers. I wind up on the phone with these people that are going to pilot for this previous school year. For the first time they have a multi-million dollar grant through the national science foundation to revamp the entire concept of engineering in schools. It's headed up by, and now I am flexing on their behalf asu which is one of the i think it's the largest engineering school in the world believe it or not vanderbilt university of maryland virginia tech and i forget the fifth major university that is supervising this and they because the woman jill from this other thing this small little training session that they won't let me go to because i don't have the degree in engineering got all this experience in audio engineering but none of that and that's fine I mean, they are all excited. And I think they may all be drunk. I don't know what's going on. So literally they're like, no, 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 no. We I'm like, they're, 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 I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, okay, here's the deal. Can you come to Maryland for a week over the summer? I guess. Like, we'll pay for it. Don't worry. We'll pay for everything. Just can you come to the University of Maryland? We're gonna do a training session. Yeah. Okay. Uh it's it starts Sunday. This is like a Tuesday. <laughs> They're like, if you can get on a plane, we, we want you here for a week to do this thing. We just got to make sure we, we just got dot, dot some news, cross some T's and whatever. So we get to Friday night and I get this call from, you know, one of their head lead, lead, uh, lead investigators on this whole thing. And he goes, OK, yeah, yeah, we need you here. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, no, no, no. We've been looking at like your website and we've been looking at what you, you're the perfect person for this. And I'm like, I'm a musician, maybe. I sure as hell am not an engineer. And they're like, no, you don't understand. Okay. They're like, just come to Maryland. So I literally, I book a flight on a Friday. I get on a plane Sunday morning and Sunday night. I'm at a dinner where I am. So not the smartest person in the room. It's not even funny, Joe. I mean, it's, And by the end of dinner, I realized what they're trying to do and what they've basically decided, what they've basically come up with. And they've done all this research prior to it over the last several years, that the concept of what people think engineering is, is completely off. I say the word engineering, not to be funny and flip the script here a little bit on you. What are the first three words when I say engineering that you think of?
0: Well, I always think w- when you and I are talking, and you say engineering, I'm thinking just sound engineering. Okay, if that's like so. That's, when you keep you keep talk, you keep talking about engineering. I'm like, well, what does he know about engineer? Like, okay, sound engineering.
1: Okay, so remove electrical the sound
0: engineering. En- there's, uh, I don't know, mechanical engineering. Right. I don't know. There's whatever.
1: Right, but are you going to minus the sound engineering part? You're probably not going to tie much of any of that to music in any fashion, right? And the thing of it is where they did all this research is that apparently most people don't tie it to creativity either. And they don't tie it to solving problems for people. And they don't tie it to something that I've latched onto that there's a story behind every single thing that has to get designed or built or created or engineered. Because otherwise, how would you come up with the need? And some of these stories are incredibly impactful. So their whole premise is that they wanted to pilot this year. There were nine of us across the country, most of them on the East coast and in the Midwest. I was the only one part of the reason they got excited, I think was also cause I was from Arizona and Arizona didn't have anybody in it. And the university of Arizona was one of the biggest uh, contributors to this whole thing. Excuse me, not university, Arizona state.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But in any case, um, but what started to happen we start having these conversations and by the end of dinner we are talking about what they call the engineering design process and what i have for years been calling and have gotten i guess you could say known for of the creative process and what we start to realize or well they're they're kind of like halfway laughing at me, halfway laughing with me because they understood this already. This is why they got so excited for me now. And they've told me this since. Because when you take the two processes, engineering design and creative process, and you put them next to each other, when you keep the definitions the same but change the jargon on a few terms, they're not just similar. They're actually identical in a really freaky way. So all of a sudden, last fall, I'm or in the summer and last fall, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, now, and you have to remember all these years of building this thing and then that whole epiphany about open creative platform and what that needs to mean. And now I just feel like I'm on a mission with this. So I go through this whole year, and it's it's very much kind of an engineering design process. Although, interestingly, I'm still getting, and I still am every year, getting the music education interns from ASU. Like nearly every music, I, I get, I don't know, I don't get every one of their music education majors, but I get almost all of them. At some point, they spend a semester with me, for better or worse. They're coming in, and they're watching this class too, and it's getting really interesting to see. And we're talking about parallels and process and parallels and possibilities and everything else. And as we're going through this and I'm having meetings with these engineering folks from all over the country and we're talking about all the connections and I'm like, I have an idea for year two. (laughs) Wow. And I'm like, so I've built this industry-based music program that has proven itself. I'm not saying we've got it perfected, but, you know, I have a, I do at least have a reasonable track record for flying a plane while it's being built. And for upping the possibilities of where we can push things in terms of opportunities for kids. And I've been successful. I mean, it's not like, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, on balance at the risk of sounding a little egotistical, it's not unreasonable to say at least, you know, give me a shot to explore the idea. Right. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at some, like, I'm looking at the standards for this new program I've been piloting for a year. I'm looking at the state education standards. I'm looking at my music standards and my own program standards and I'm going, Oh my gosh, we could take all of this stuff, you know, speaking of mixers, could have a kid build a mixer. Why not? They're going to have to, I mean, there's electrical engineering in that. We're getting into mechanical engineering because of what a mixer does in terms of its functions, in terms of controlling the sound in a space, in a room. There's all kinds of engineering already that, and I, I was throwing in little projects throughout the year, you know, had them designing windows. We need a window between our control room and our live studio space. These are the champagne first world problems that we have in CMAS. I had this, but I had the engineering students designing how that would look. We were talking, you know, the lighting on the sound stage and how could we build a different mechanism? Um, door thresholds I mean you, we were already starting to do some of these stuff at least as concepts and on all of these different things and I'm like there's so many things so I call the head of the state uh, wait wait, depart- wait. Please, tell me,
0: please tell me you're addressing the, the buzz that can potentially come through the console from the lights oh absolutely no we're and talking about the electrical please, interference please Tell me you're you're talking about the the awful sound of the air conditioner when it
1: comes on while you're in the middle of it.
0: all those all those things we struggle. Things.
1: Um, right. You know, right now above my head uh, there's a fan because we live in Arizona and I'm this is a house that I've been very lucky enough to be able to convert to a nice home studio, but it's still a house, mm-hmm. not built as a studio from scratch. Um, you know, and we're talking about things of that nature. Um, you know. Uh, how do you deal with isolation when you don't have isolation? I mean, you name it. We're, we're dealing with all this. Kind of stuff. And, and, and it's endless. And this is my point. So I'm, 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 uh, I have this idea. My my district, God love them, doesn't quite see it. But the people who run the pilot with the National Science Foundation, they're looking at it and they're going, you're basically just talking about changing up the projects, not really changing up the standards or the curriculum goals. I'm like, exactly. Because it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. The pro I mean it's just the same thing so I call the state the head of the State Department of ed who I get along with to be fair and I'm just like I just want to run this by you so that if anybody comes back and says you can't or shouldn't and she hears the idea and she's like that's she's like I, I, I already wanted to take your classes and now I now I think I'm gonna like I'm gonna come take your class like she's all over it. but she's giving me ideas so now just to give you a sense of where this is headed, she goes, okay, what about this? Like, like she was even more excited than I was. She's like, what if you had the kids simulate? Like they're a touring, like they're, they're, a, they're a production company for a tour and they have to get the band from, let's say LaGuardia oh, airport awesome. yeah. over to London. And they got to design, like how are they going to put the gear on the plane and they got to calculate now, like how much tonnage can they actually take and what are they going to have to buy or rent over there versus what can they take and how are they going to get all these other things and calculating like the air velocity and how long it'll, But I'm like, we are so open, like I mean, like the creative options are there, the industry options are there. And if you had told, look, if you had told me years ago that first of all I'd be making, you know, my day job would be in education and I would enjoy that, mm-hmm. I would think you were nuts. <laughs> if you told me that I would be developing a pilot for an engineering program that's somehow tied in the music industry, legitimately, and I'm not just like phoning it in and i'm like passionately committed to it i would have had you locked up somewhere <laughs> for being certifiable but but you know back to the original thing and i know this sounds funny but this all still comes back to those key concepts to me and that's why i'm excited about it to me what is the mu- what does the art need well the art needs engineers the art needs musicians the art needs producers the art needs and i'm not just talking about sound engineers i they are important too. the art needs marketing we've actually i didn't even mention it, we've brought in a marketing track a little bit into you know what we do with the program anything that's industry-based the career part you know if it's career-based if it's creative if it's collaborative we should be able to do it and if we can't what i have learned is That's not because we can't do it. It's because we haven't figured out how to do it yet. And so I'm really big on any silos or any walls that block creative process. I'm knocking them down, you know, and I'm going to probably piss off some people doing it. This engineering thing, there are some people that aren't thrilled about it. And I'm going to have to work through that at some point with them. Just like there are people who aren't happy that the program exists, you know, on the music education side of it. That
0: to me is just blows my mind because and, I, I don't career,
1: get it. But that's because you're career oriented. To you, you, you love the art, but you also know what's necessary to pay the bills.
0: Yeah, it, but it's just it's a tool set that is invaluable I know. Yeah. because you're, you're going to run into situations where you're going to be like, I'm so glad I was a part of that because I can take even that one little piece of it and it's going to help me get through this moment. I mean, to be able to be a musician, but at the same time understand the process of recording of acoustics right. of, you know, so many other things. It's I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm blown away to even hear that. But that's
1: I. Yeah, I, 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 I hate to say it, but it's true. I mean, it, but, but like I said, part of me now looks at that and thinks it's just kind of funny, almost. And, and not to, I'm not wishing I like I don't want the confrontation. But, I mean, like, the people that are going to say no to this are going to go on record and saying those five major engineering institutions, um, you know, the National Science Foundation is wrong, yeah. that that's not a real engineer, The the, st- the Department of Ed for the state, which is funny enough, almost like the smallest bat to swing in all of this, and that's a huge bat to swing. So I'm just kind of like, I'm just going to keep moving forward. Um, it's good for the kids. The good, you know, my site administration think they 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 don't get it, but they like it, and they're kind of like, we're just going to stay out of your way. I'm not really worried, you know. I mean, it'll be what it'll be. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I'll go find some. I mean, I guess I'd go find somewhere else, but I, don't, I I just don't. I know I'm not wrong. I hate to say it that way. That's such a horribly arrogant thing to say after I talked all of that about not being arrogant. But the you know, people have convinced me. People like you have convinced me. You know, like I said, the industry part of it. Why, sh- you know, of course, we all want to be A listers with valets and somebody plugs in all our gear for us and everything else. But at the same time, the best musicians know how their gear works. Yeah. They just do. And to some extent, want to go and make sure it's like, even if they have somebody who plugs it in and for them, can you honestly tell me? Like, I know you've had gigs where somebody, you know, you've got a drum tech or whatever. You don't go and check that kit before, before you perform on it. Just, yeah, you to, I mean, you, you, it, it's it, part it's, of your being. You it, know, exactly. Yeah, it, yeah. It's absurd not to. So I think all of that put together, I don't know, it's just fascinating to me. And you've already proven the concept. So you would think
0: that, I guess that would be the most frustrating part for me is that you've already proof of concepts been done. It's, it's how many years has the program now been in running?
1: Officially, twelve. I guess. Okay, so the CMS
0: program is twelve years. Is it? Is it? You're in the program from what? Did, what um, year of high school to? So
1: well, and this is becoming an issue too. It's always been open from freshman through senior. Okay, and um, is it?
0: You're either in it or you're not. Or is there tracks that you you can say I'm interested in the sound recording track, but I'm not okay, interested in so, the sound yeah, recording okay, track. Okay, so yeah,
1: I what saying. So um i'm going to take the this new engineering in the traditional word of the word engineering yeah. i'm going to set that aside because that's we're, that's going to take some years to, to develop so i'm going right. to set that aside but as far as the rest goes basically it's what's your interest um i want to be in a, i want to i want to do sound engineering i want to be a producer uh i want to be on the stage as the performer i want to be a beat maker i you you name it and again i i i want to promote the shows i want to make the music videos whatever okay everybody's gonna go there's like some core things I need everybody to understand the basics of how this microphone works that I'm talking I need the basics of why your headphones need to go into an interface and what that interface does I need you to understand the stuff on the walls here why it does what it does and why it's actually not gonna soundproof the room it's only treating the room and I mean and on and on and on all those things. But we're not going to go into the weeds on all of that. I need you functional. I also need you, uh, I'm going to use the word appreciative. If you're a performer and don't have a true appreciation for the work going on behind the scenes, you don't deserve to be on that stage. Absolutely. Period. The diva complex, good for you. There's too many other people that are just as talented. There are, and they're going to be easier to work with. See, even, even in my small little pond of Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm sure you know this too with what with, with you do with your business. Yeah. You know, there's always there's always plenty of acts. There just there just is. Um, and it goes both ways too. If you can't experience are if, if you are a, let's say you're a live sound person, if you've never gone up on stage ever and you don't have a sense of what that performer's dealing with, you're not going to be able to do the job. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be a great performer. It doesn't mean you have to do it a hundred times. And it doesn't even mean you have to do it in a big public event. Maybe you just do it in class amongst your friends. But you need the perspective. So the, 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 the question, I apologize that I'm giving you way too long of an answer, is everybody kind of starts with, I, I, on day one, I ask them what are they interested in. And then I sort of tie that, that, that basic package, if you will, to what their goal is. But the honest truth is, is that as much as they're allowed to pursue, okay, I want to go into this, this lane mostly for uh, producer, or I want to go into this lane mostly for artist, or whatever, marketing, or whatever it happens to be, there's so much crossover. And more times often than not, students want to do more. They'll, they'll wind up doing more than one. You kind of have to nowadays. It's almost impossible for an artist not to be self-producing on some level, just the nature of how recordings are made, the nature of how live performances happen um it's almost impossible for a producer not to be lending direct musical ideas to a project in some way um you know and, and there's there's tons of other examples so my my view is is i need you functional and then you pursue you know i ask myself does this help or hinder their creative process and everything they're doing i ask them does the thing you want to do move your process forward yes or no if it does why should I be judging which part of your process it's moving forward? Well, last week it was, it, this helped me as a producer, and this week this helps the project overall, but it's more on the writer's side. Okay. Why, why is that a problem? We, we, we make, this is where the problem, I think, for people comes, talking about why they would be opposed to what, what we do. We like silos. We like walls. We like the the things. Uh, why i am just, I just gotten to a point where I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I do it myself occasionally. And I, when it happens, I'm like, Oh, I can't believe I allowed myself to, mm-hmm. but there it is.
0: And, so, and each year there's a different level, right? So there, when, yeah, there's, there's, there's
1: technically three levels, but they can repeat the third one for a fourth year if they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, the levels to some extent, are a way to to check a box off in terms of the papers that needs to be filled out and the and the and the you know we have to have certain things in a certain alignment from a curriculum standpoint but the truth is is that it's you know it's about refining your process and so the kid that comes in as a freshman who doesn't have a lot of experience and then looks at the senior who's like you know just hemorrhaging ideas and recordings and live shows and whatever it happens to be. The difference usually is not about talent. It's just experience. It's just, you know, it's efficiency. Right. You know, um, and, and it's really just about developing that. So you go through, you know, there's an essentials level. It's called, there's an advanced level and then there's an independent level. It's called, but they all basically are the same thing. It's just that you can go further into the weeds more efficiently. The more you do, that's it. like anything else. It's like mm-hmm. an athlete. I mean, I, you know,
0: it's the same. But there are requirements, as so there aren't separate tracks. You can't be part of CMAS and just take small chunks of stuff. You're in it or you're not, and if you're in it, you're doing potentially songwriting, sound recording, well, no, you, and engineering. You,
1: you know, once you. you It's like micro macro, I guess, I guess is the best way to look at it. There are some things everybody does regardless of their own personal interest. Okay. But these are short, these are designed to be short, like one day kind of things. Okay. They are rooted in here is a concept. I need you to understand the concept at least enough so that you can decide later on a bigger project that you're going to decide the parameters of if you want to apply this concept to it or not. If you decide, no, that's fine. I just need you to be making deliberate, creative decisions. You know, there are happy accidents, I'll grant you, but only to a point. Mm-hmm. The, you know, ran- I hit random buttons and I like it, I'm done. Okay. But now we need to go in and look at what happened when you hit the random buttons that you like it. We can't just make a career out of that. You're, right, I accidentally
0: left the reverb button on. And, right, uh, and, and
1: that's fine. And it bled. And, but Right, I, right. You know, and, 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 and there's nothing wrong with that. But you do need to go back in at some point and figure out, oh, it is because I left the reverb button in that position. Yeah. And what did that do to the signal? And why do I like it so much? Yeah. yeah. Of course, things will happen accidentally, but you can't you can't survive on that. But yeah, they, I mean, they can very much pick their own thing. Um, I would rather they would. This is back to that whole learning an instrument thing. I'd rather them pick, you know, I don't do... Okay, the, today everybody's doing jazz and tomorrow everybody's doing reggae and then the next day everybody's doing, you know, country and then everybody's doing metal. And uh, No. They'll be exposed through various exercises we'll do through listening to other people's projects to different styles and everything else. And they need to be creatively motivated. They just do. It's, it, okay. There's too many options for them to be distracted. There's too many things for them to be unmotivated anyway. Some people argue that I'm pandering to the lowest common denominator. Uh, I don't think so. I think initially you could maybe say that, but what, what happens is is that you wind up with, wow, you've had seven weeks of basically completely open-ended creative time that I've been going around assisting you know, as you need it, but you're in control of it. That's a pretty cool trade-off.
0: Yeah, and I think from what I saw when I was there and watched the the part where they played back their recorded songs. Oh yeah. The workshops. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The critiquing session or whatever Mm -hmm. you call them. Yeah. 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 Um, Workshop. Yeah. I think they, by giving that, that openness to it, they rise to the occasion. Oh yeah. Where, where, and they go past it. Like they, they go beyond what you thought they would have done because you didn't just say, you know, here's the ceiling. Right. Well, I saw in it and everyone was super supportive of, around each person oh yeah i mean
1: yeah we we don't have a lot i I have very few rules one of them is is if this cannot be a place to be safe you know creatively this isn't gonna work you have to be able
0: to when i was there
1: yeah you have to be able to play something and have it just suck it's got to be god-awful terrible not because we want you to do badly but because if you don't then you don't move, you, like you said, you don't move beyond. Yes. The other thing is, is what you're talking about to me, I'm so glad this makes me feel really good because this is kind of proof of what I'm saying. That works because we never delegitimize their interest. Oh, that's a cute, oh, you like that? That's cute. We don't do that here. <laughs> no, we're not, go- you know, because by saying it's going to, because what winds up happening invariably is the kid that comes in, and this happens all the time, yeah I mean, you seem nice, but I don't like your style of music and then two weeks later, those two are working in a group that they got together voluntarily on their own because in one of the first workshops, they heard each other's stuff, and we were just like, Oh, wait a minute, that's actually well, they're my friend. that's kind of interesting. You know what? I'll work with you, sure And then all of a sudden there's like you know acoustic guitars in the, in you know in, in the in the speed metal song, and nobody can figure out what's the opera you know vocalist doing in the country piece or what you know whatever it is yep. Because it's creatively interesting to them, yeah, that's the whole point. And as long as that keeps evolving, we'll keep at it, I think
0: well, it's really cool. i i we could go so deep into this because it's so interesting to me. like I said, oh, I, I I only wish I had this opportunity when I was growing up because i I feel like I could be so much uh, further off from that
1: exposure. You continue to be way too nice to me. No, My I wills. I will say that somebody with your level of musicianship and experience and, and, and skills in general, that's a huge compliment. And one of the reasons why I believe in what we're doing when people like you come in and go, and your first response is, man, I wish I would have had this. I go, Oh my gosh, if somebody that good, wants this well, you're,
0: you're being kind but i no, but no, i'm serious I mean, i've that's... talked about it more than if you if you were you know the little person on my shoulder since the time you met you know the, the time we met um i've talked about it so much because it's just i'm it, almost to the point of like jealousy because it's like god if i only had that when you know it, it would just it would have that's been so cool I no, but appreciate- it, I I believe it in my heart. It, I I don't say it, I'm not sitting here stroking your ego. It's like, it's, I really mean it. And it's well, thank you. cool. And I think the kids, the kids should really, and I know they do appreciate it. Cause I know that they, I know how they look at you and talk about you and you're there. You, like you figured out that, uh. that cool balance between being their mentor and their, I don't want to say disagree disciplinary person or whatever it is, but they still respect you, but they still communicate with you on a level that is sounds I, like a friendship, but it never gets in a, it. It's I will tell you, opinion hard
1: definitely vary on that, but I very much appreciate the sense. So hard, it so no, you're so. Right.
0: We're going to have to come back and do another session. Yeah, to absolutely. Point. And, I, I'm and,
1: sorry I prattled away so long.
0: No, no, no. Uh, but so what is the, the program exists now in in the both the what it looks like in a curriculum and what does it look like in a physical space of what you have at the school okay. that's available to the students?
1: Okay, let's start there. So basically there's a large room that we've cobbled together from what was originally just a, a rehearsal space. Um, there's a small soundstage with a fully working PA. It's set up, designed by the students to be very modular so that they are able to essentially um, reconfigure it as needed in terms of either complexity or not. Um, I, you know, The drummers rebuild the kit to the configuration that they want based on microphones that we have. Not that the space is big enough to require microphones, but just that they're thinking about that. Yeah. Um, that soundstage uh has a fully operational you know pa system monitor system all of that that goes with it the um uh surrounding area has basically workstations that they can plug in midi controllers audio interfaces they've got access to pro tools ableton live uh garage bands a few other things of that nature those are the three we we tend to use most we are going to start using something called Soundtrap very soon We've been using it over the closure because we were able to get it for free. And they're a brilliant company, but it works on any platform. It's kind of like GarageBand, but purple in some ways, not to sound funny. Okay. Um, but it allows access. And during the closure, it gave kids an, at least an opportunity, whether they took advantage of it or not, to keep creating, which was so important. And um, how many Pro, Pro tool stations do you have? Currently, there are... Let me think here about 20 that's crazy that's amazing. yeah but when you get near you know you get you know nearly 40 plus kids in a room and you know there's issues of open mics we have a couple of small little like closet sized almost labs um, and then we have um, storage is a major problem so there's a room that's basically for gear storage really kind of two. hmm I mean again great problems to have but you got to find a place to put the gear Yeah, sure um and then actually I miscount I'm sorry, it's not 20, it's more like 15 right now. I want to get it up to 20. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh we have um also with that, we have um a pretty nice control room running a decent pro tool system. It's not huge, but it's like twenty four in, twenty four out kind of thing, something like that. Um and then it's connected to a live room that's got the ability to you know they've got amps in and mics on the amps and and a full drum kit and they can again modular we're actually funny enough the thing we were gonna do over spring break with some of the kids and then we couldn't and then the school closed was we were taking some old cases and we were making uh, amp enclosures because one of the biggest problems we got speaking of a project for my actual engineering kids isolation is a huge huge issue so we we had worked out some some ways to put amps inside mic you know so that we could get the volume and the tone or the tone without the volume issues right um and unfortunately that's been put on hold now um but they can you know they can run a full-blown recording session that's the reason why when we went to blackbird you know much more expensive gear much fancier facility but none of the kids were like, and none of them ever are. Whenever we go anywhere on field trips or things like that to other to to you know quote real studios and stuff, the kids are never confused by any of it. They've maybe never seen as nice an example of it, but they're never like, "I don't know what that thing is" or "I don't know what it does," you know. So we, God, we and
0: that's that's huge. That's so important at such a young age. I mean, there. I went when I went to college, and we had a great sound recording program where I went, and and they you know, they were learning what you're teaching at your level. They were just starting at the, that college level. And, and, and that's,
1: and that's the, it's, but it's like anything else. It's practice and it's, it's, and it's application. And and I feel pretty, pretty good based on the experience that the kids are able to get now that they are able yeah. to move on to things. Yeah. And what else can you ask for?
0: Yeah, no, it's awesome. So, um, I always ask this for everybody cause I want people to be able to reach out. Do you? Can you and I'll put it all in the show notes, but um give your various handles on you know oh. your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I am I'm pretty much
1: everywhere as either Richard Maxwell Music or Richard Maxwell with no vowels. R C H R D M X W L L. Um, one or the other, but they're all interconnected. Instagram is probably the best one. Okay. Um, although I've been very bad, my social media presence has been awful lately. Um, also, richardmaxwell.net. I have a website that is in dire need of being updated, but uh, but is there? Um, cool. And then from that, actually, from any of that, you can link over and find like com has all the stuff for the for the day job. And yeah, all.
0: I'll put all of that stuff in yeah, the show absolutely. notes and everything else. Well, cool, man. Well, this thank has you been, so much for this. Hey, it's my pleasure. It's. Uh, I, it's sad that after all of these years, we've only actually physically hung out um, only a few times. And I know. We time I came to the seat yep. program and met all the students and hung out, and then we had lunch one day. But it's yep. it's a shame. I and came.
1: I've seen. I saw some of your gigs. I came to a couple of the shows. Well, if you need your money back, you just. I, I do not me. at all. I <laughs> I admire. I truly admire so much of what you do. I mean, seriously. You well, have. Thank you. You you know. For all of your wonderful compliments to me but i don't think people understand how hard you've worked to carve out your own niche in in an industry that's you know just brutal I yeah mean, well, you've had more courage to get more accomplished than you know you could stack all mine up tenfold uh, and you wouldn't even come close so. well i appreciate it man i really
0: appreciate your time and,
1: uh, I, I, we, thanks we for the will invite. do this
0: again. We'll, we'll dig into another subject and dig deep into it. And, uh, I want you to stay safe and you too, uh, and hang in there. And, um, we'll talk soon, man.
1: Sounds good. Thank you
0: so much, Joe. Thank you, brother. Thank you so very much for listening to this podcast. It's so important to me that you've taken the time out to listen and potentially subscribe. If you have a moment, it would be great if you could share this podcast. I would also love it if you could rate it. And if you have time, it would be amazing to have a review by you. Once again, thanks so much for listening. I really, really appreciate having you here and being in your ears.